We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas, and we're back for the season. With me today, we have producer and co-founder, Mr. Brian Goy. I feel like we've wasted a whole hour, but that was the best hour of our life. We, uh, the redacted pre-show that nobody will ever hear where I, um, I went Nova, I spilled ice on my computer, we did tons of stuff. It was, uh, it was quite the spectacle that none of you will ever know about. Uh, also with me today... Is statistician and professional photoshopper Christian Hernandez. We definitely have to release it someday. There's going to be a good moment where it's going to be great to just hear Gianni's thoughts on different things. It, it's a lot of things. Uh, also with us today is professional screw up Alex Toledo. Yep. And the return of Saucy Nuggets insider, Mr. Lefty Leif. Yo, yo. Glad to what be up? back. Leif, it's been a while. I haven't heard your voice in a long time, man. I know, right? A month or something like that. I took off as long as Riley does. Yeah. That's how we roll. <laughs> we, uh, we, we, we as a show took a while off, uh, and then we were going to come back, and then Hurricane Dorian had other words for us. You know, I was in, like, major hurricane panic. I don't know. I know that you guys know firsthand. Uh, I was in the group chat every day saying we're going to die. And the guys can tell you this is not hyperbole. Christian, no, I-, I followed your Twitter account for your models, your European models. Yeah, no, you gotta I mean, follow. Dude, I third. was I was a psycho by the time that it actually got to the Bahamas. You the were night, man. dude, the night that it was crossing Marsh Harbor and it was approaching um, Grand Bahama Island, I would not go to sleep until that thing either stopped 
or stopped going like slightly south of west because I was like, if this thing wobbles a couple bad ways, all of a sudden, all our stores are well of my for my job, like a bunch of our shit would be in the way of the storm, and that sucks. So like, and I I don't think I went to sleep that night until like five a.m. when the storm started stalling out finally. You know what's funny is that you thought of it because of work. I thought of it because I didn't want to be homeless. That's important, too. I mean, well, because, I mean, we were never really in that big of a risk. It was always, like, West Palm and, like, further yeah, north in Florida. Once it gets to West Palm, it, at that point, it takes one bad wiggle, and we're in the danger zone. Don't be a master of panic, as Shaq called Stan Van Gundy. I was Stan. I was I was master of panic, Stan. I was I was so panicky. I was the coach that just doesn't know what to do. Who just panics on the sideline? I thought we were gonna die every day. Every model, even if the spaghetti model, you know, like you know, the spaghetti, spaghetti model puts out like all the data, all the models, right? And if there's that one little model that's hitting through South Florida, that could be like the Chris Sheridan of models, and I'll believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll believe it. I'll be like, this thing's this thing's right. This it's like when LeBron was leaving. How even ex random reporter, there was a part of me deep down inside that would believe any report that came out at the time. That was me, and, and those models just scared me. I was horrified. Dorian had it first. <laughs> Dorian had it first. And the funny thing is, is that Leif is the only one that got hit by the storm, and he was the most calm and chill out of all of us. Props to Dorian. Yeah, I am an Andrew survivor. Um so. You're here. But, you, but you're a North Miami Andrew Survivor. That's like fake Andrew Survivor. Dude, I yeah, lived that's true, but it initially I lived in Westchester. Like and then what happened what happened, Chris? I lived in Westchester. That shit destroyed like a neighborhood like two blocks down the street from mine. That's like, where my grandparents were at the time. It's crazy. The police came think... and knocked on our door and said you have to leave your house immediately right now. Really? Yep. During Andrew? Yep. Like up right there? before the storm was going to hit because Wait, they so, it was going to go a little further north than it did. And then it ended up going south. And that's why Kendall got blasted. But So, so yeah, wait a second. So they were you, going door to door in North Miami. Did, what did you guys do? Where We, we went and got uh, – we went to a hotel in northwest Miami, like further back away from uh, the water. Wow, that's crazy. We're near the water. I ain't live on the fucking water. But <laughs> – yeah, only Chris has the money for that. <laughs> and Leif's like, we weren't, we weren't those kind of white yeah. people. We ain't on that San Susi budget. <laughs> That's wild. I did not know that they would go. I don't think today they would go door to door. They would just put a broadcast up and be like, yeah, y'all should get out of here. They'll send out Twitter alerts. I don't think people realize that. Probably if we get a category four or five storm of a strong category four or five, most houses around the eye are going to lose their roofs. I don't think like. That's something that people really understand. They think, oh, post Andrew, we're going to be fine. I, like, that, yeah, they, they won't get pulverized like they did in Andrew. Like the building structure yeah, will stay, but your roof is gone. will be able to survive. But yeah, it's still going to, like, you guys whatever have seen the tornado gets spawned. Yeah, I mean, like, Tough Beach just consistently dodging bullets, man. And all those investors from overseas, like pouring those, like all that Venezuelan money into South Beach and all that Russian money into South Beach, and I was like, "Oof." Okay, we're getting pretty far away from heat basketball. We're pretty pretty <laughs> far away from heat basketball, uh, but I, I just did. I really want to talk about the storm. Uh, welcome us to Blue Wire, our newest network uh, affiliate partner. We love Blue Wire. We're back for the season. We're excited to have our first Blue Wire season under our belts. Thanks to everybody at Blue Wire. Uh, check out the Chase Down. Check out Light Years Ahead, our fellow NBA podcast. They're our pals. Uh, you can also check out Blue Wire 2K Tweets. 
You can see the likes of Justin Rowan and uh, Samus Vendiari on 2K, NBA 2K. So hopefully one of them can get Justice better into 2K. We're gonna uh, we're actually going to try to start a campaign with them. We're probably going to try to have one of them on soon to, to try to pu- push that push that propaganda. Gentlemen, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with uh, Heat picking up BAM's option? Do we want to start with the AAA naming rights? Or do we want to start with what I think about the Heat offense going forward? Well, uh, can we talk about Pat Riley and Dwayne Wade in Arabian outfits dancing? Oh, please. Yes, you know what? That. We've missed so much stuff. I totally there, forgot about that. Yeah, like that was a, a revelation. Like, first, I mean... We already knew Pat Riley had a ton of swag, but did you know that he was doing that that little like I don't know, it was like a little like just spinning your your hands and stepping forward dance like that, that's the kind of they dance call it you do. belly dancing. That's the dance you do when you get a, a max top eleven guy in the league with no cap space. Hell yeah, bitch. Mm-hmm. Ooh, hard cap, hard cap. How funny do- would it be if Dwayne really goes to play in Los Angeles? He wouldn't do it. He won't do it. But how Christian, funny would it Christian, be, though? Christian, you were there his last game with the AAA. I know, and it was one you of the there. greatest he, sports he, moments he, of my life. It honestly was he incredible. He can't go anywhere else. He can't. And it would he, be so funny if he went and played for the Lakers. Christian, <laughs> Christian you, you've gone, how long have you been, had a season tickets for? I don't know, like four years now? It's been a while. and we've been We've all been going to Heat games for a long time, Leif especially. Man, people were on time. For a sporting event, that was yeah. bizarre. I like that stood out. Like and usually, people don't realize that that place was packed early, and that he tried to like trick us by like lying to us about the time of a ceremony. Uh, when in reality, it, it it we surprised the heat by everyone being on time, and there was a train that was broken on oh, yeah. Northwest A Street. So everyone was on time despite rain and that train. So like Miami doesn't get late to church, man. (laughs) La Iglesia. Um, So I go to church. Hold up. Oh yeah, yeah. Abuela, dude. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, Semana Santa, dude. Get out of here. I was going to church twice a week until I was like fourteen. Can you please translate that to our English? Semana Santa, um, Holy Week. Okay. Gotta gotta gotta. Yeah. What's abuela? Abuela's grandmother. Okay. Dude, we had to when we used to go to church, man. It sit in the back, had to you know put knee, kneel on the damn hard ass tile. It wasn't fun. Do, do you know what my problem was? Is that I always fell asleep because nah, it, I was it, not it's, asleep. It's okay. It's a room filled with people. They didn't really properly load the space when they put the air conditioner in. <laughs> it gets really, really hot. And that makes me sleepy because, like, we would go at, like, 10 or 11 a.m. And then, like, all of a sudden, me and my sister are both passed out. My mom's, like, slapping me. She's upset. She's offended. This would just Nino. keep happening. And then eventually we just stopped going. It was pretty nice. You're going to hell. I so guess. when the AC's hot and not working, you fall asleep, but other people get cramps. Got it. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I mean, it does So many great inside jokes. So many so many great Heat Twitter jokes, Heat Twitter classics. Um... So so yeah, I do wanna I, I wanna get into I think the BAM thing was pretty obvious, right? Like we knew that I mean they're obviously gonna pick up that option and I imagine that an extension's coming soon, uh later. Right. Yeah, so basically the Heat didn't have to really approve his team option until next year. Uh they actually did this last year after his rookie season, they already accepted his uh team option for the following year and the season after. So now he's gonna be on the Heat for at least four seasons under uh, his rookie contract. His last season, he 
um, is eligible for an extension. So next season or the following season, 2020, he'll be eligible for an extension. And basically from there, the Heat can either um, offer that extension before, I think, October, uh, before the season starts, kind of similar to what happened with Josh Richardson and Justice Winslow. Or they can wait and hold his uh, his restricted free agency the following year, keep his low um, cap hold, and then try to re-sign him over to cap if they try to go after uh, a max free agent and maybe another player after that. Because they would have to space for at least one max level free agent. You don't think they would try to extend him a it's little early be ex- It's going to be interesting to see what they plan to do, I think. Brian's they may, they may not. They may not want to extend him just so they can try to have as much cap space as possible. But that's that, the beauty of it, right? I think they picked that option up so that they kind of show that they're behind him, and yeah. they obviously are going to extend him. It's just a matter of timing. You know, it. that's something I was thinking about too, Leif. I think that is like showing basically, like, hey, we really want you, and it's not like a matter of like we don't want to pay. It's just like we're we're going to try to do as much as we can to show you that we really do value on the team. And I think they're definitely going to have to pay him a lot of money when he does become a free agent. I mean, uh, restricted free agency, another team can pull the same thing that happened to Tyler Johnson, where they can offer him a crazy amount of money. And that's the danger <gasps> part of it. So, like, yeah, he could probably sign a max contract, <gasps> and the Heat would have the choice of either accepting it or denying it. So, you, Gianni, you, you wouldn't give him a max contract? No. I don't, I don't think his don't first think. contract's going to require that. I think it'll start at like $15 million per something well, like the, that. Well, the max for his amount of years is only going to be something like around what? Like $20, oh, 25 million? Mean, the cat space by then could make it like 25 30 He's going to have to, if he blows up to the degree where we're talking about giving him that amount of money, then things went very well. Yeah. But I also have to ask the question like, how much money are you willing to give a guy that you know is never really going to be a scoring threat? I believe. I believe I, that accusation. I'm so glad you said that because then, like, we can just not, clip that up down the line. Oh, <laughs> but, okay, of course, yeah. I mean, but I mean, he could be like a a Draymond Green type. But I mean, Draymond's such a gifted passer in, in the offense that he helps. I just mean, like, I do think this day and age, you have to be a little careful in how you allocate your money to bigs when it's an offense league. And he may provide a lot of versatility defensively and the rebounding and everything. But I do think that once you start getting into that area of how much money should we pay this big. There are questions that you have to ask on how much how much of of his other skills are replaceable compared to what he gives or doesn't give offensively. For a guy who only has two seasons under his belt, I feel like he's done pretty good. Uh, you know, he was we, putting up I love Bam. Starter, and and you know he helps out with facilitating the offense. I feel like he's already an offensive plus. We're expecting him to uh, you know bring out the mid range a little bit, maybe <laughs> look at the basket when he gets the ball. I'm not really worried about that part. Like and I don't want to I don't want to sound I don't want to sound negative on Bam because I'm I'm huge on Bam I love him I think he's going to be one of the best big men in the league it's just I I do think it's a question that we should ask and that the organization will, will ultimately take a look at but they value him I don't remember a time that they valued a young player like this I mean they seem so behind him in a way that's uncommon not even Justice or or Josh it's like I think the I think the only player they're doing this right now is Tyler Hero. Yeah, I mean, let's wait and see until he plays the game. Like they obviously really like him, but let let's kind of see after he has some games under his belt how how they feel and how the coaching staff trusts him and all that stuff. The other thing I was going to say is, I'm, gee, I know that you're down on on Bam offensively, but I know no, I'm not. Can... I I, I want to. I kind of really want to clarify that I'm not down on him offensively. I just have questions as to his offensive ceiling. 
Derek Jones Jr. in a Barry Jackson column said, he's a shooter. Everybody should have known by now. He didn't shoot them last year because that was something we didn't need him to do at the time. But now the ball is going to be in Bam's hands a little bit more, so Bam's going to be shooting those shots. Alex, I'm pretty sure you were there when he said that. Yep. He said it a few times already, too. At first, it kind of you know came off as a joke, but uh, he's kept saying it. And, you know, the videos have come out where Bam is just shooting all the time during the summer. We've talked about this several times on the show. Free throw shooting is an indicator of shooting overall, and he's a 73% free throw shooter last season and 72% the year before. So, I mean, him making some jump shots, I don't think it would shock any of us, and it's something that would be very welcome. You know, and I guess this is an interesting question to ask as, as, it, as it comes to him. How many threes do you want him shooting if he's, like, hovering around 32 33 34 right because how, i do think how many that, is pascal siakam shooting i would say like three or four a game at most i think i, think I would say that's three. probably like a good barometer for him but pascal's really good from the corners which i think kind of changes everything and the way that they run their offense through through lowry and all i bet that. bam could be good in that in that type of role too because you know yeah, it's but pascal was also a 37 percent shooter last season and he shot three a game so yeah, so that's what Bam's going to do. Perfect. Yeah, but we haven't seen that leap yet from Bam. That's what I'm saying. Like, And Pascal was like, the, at least a year prior, he took uh, he took about two a game, and he did not shoot well on them, by the way. Uh, so, I mean, Bam, I do like the idea of giving him a little bit of the reins and kind of letting him fail, as long as you kind of see like there's some some form and promise. He should be um, able to, to spot up from the corner occasionally, fake from there, you know, attack the rim. But I'm more concerned about his face-up game, man. I want to see him do more with that. I agree, he's man. He's getting the ball at the top of the post, and he's a threat to facilitate from there. Like he, you know, he gets like four or five assists just being from there. But, you know, if he starts looking to attack from there, he's going to be – I feel like it's going to make his game, you know, more Why expensive. can't he be Amari-esque? Yeah. Like, obviously, one of the greatest pick-and-roll He's got the handle. He's got the first generation. step. He's athletic. That's the hands. Amari had amazing hands, and Bam is so good on the catch. I think the only thing is who on the team, because Wade was giving him a lot of facilitated lobs, who on the team do you see giving those same kind of looks besides Justice? I mean, I don't think Dragic does the Jim, same. I mean, Jimmy, obviously. Is yeah. Jimmy good in the pick and roll? I haven't really noticed. Uh, he's he's, yeah. he's yeah. historically an above average pick and okay. roll player. Yeah. And there you go. There's your answer. Yeah. My, uh, my, my biggest question coming into next season, and I've heard a lot of people, I know Sedano went on uh, Ethan and Alf's show five on the floor, and I've heard a lot of things about People are really high in this Heat team, and I, I actually think they're going to be like pretty good. Uh, Jack Lowe also forgot who he had on his podcast. Uh, it might have been Bill Simmons, and he was talking about how you know the Heat could be a team that could you know if things go right for them, that's like a forty-seven win team in the East. And my my thing with that is that I think we all know that the defense is going to be good when they have defense, good defensive players, and I suppose a, a great defensive coach. I do think that looking at the team offensively, they were not good last year. They have not really had a good offensive team since LeBron left. Um. And I, I do think we have to ask ourselves, how much better does Jimmy Butler make the offense? And that's going to be telling for the season. I do think that the season's going to hinge on that question. I mean, he's... That, and it, you're right. I, I, I actually think that you're... That's probably one of the biggest things that's going to determine how the season goes because one of the biggest problems for the Heat the last few seasons has been clutch time play. 
How many times has he Twitter been up in arms because Josh Richardson dribbled the ball off his shoe or the Heat just started hitting the back of the iron on every single three they took in the last three minutes? Like, Jimmy Butler is a guy who you can give the ball to, and historically, especially in clutch situations, at like end of game, you know, within one possession type situation, Jimmy Butler has been one of the best players in the NBA for the last decade. So... Having that kind of an asset where you know where the ball's going at the end because you have a guy who has the grit and the determination to not always get a pretty shot off, but get the shot that he wants. And that's incredibly valuable in the league these days, especially if and when you hope the Heat gets to the playoffs. And a guy that is going to be great on the other end at the same time, so you don't have to worry about what he adds on offense he takes away on defense. And he's got the guts. He has the guts. He has it. And Justice and Bam, it's a leap year. So we're going to see a leap from both of them. JJ and Dion, healthy. Kelly space in the floor. Tyler Hero, that's a 50-win team. Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard. Okay, got I, I do, can we talk about the bench for a second? Because we're going to have a sneaky, fun, and I think kind of good bench. I mean, who are we looking at right now? What's the Well, I guess this, what's the starting lineup do you think yeah, is going to be? Yeah, I think, Leif, did you hear something about what the starting lineup could look like? Yes, somebody who tends to hear these kinds of things said that because um, I had inquired on the Goran Justice thing because obviously a lot of us want to see Justice get the point guard thing full time. And uh, and from what I heard, they're kind of planning on both of those guys starting, I think, alongside Jimmy, KO, and Bam, something like that. And then you'd have, obviously, you'd be two guard heavy on the bench with Tyler Hero and Dion Waiters, but I think they would just be shuffling in Justice and Goran to kind of bring the ball up. Dion will do some of that as well. JJ always does some of that, much to the chagrin of some. Um, and then you've got, you know, Derek Jones Jr. and Myers Leonard. So I, I think it is an interesting bench. Um, it's an interesting rotation. I think this is a big year for Spo because there's not as much of the log jam stuff that we've had to talk through. There's not as much of who's going to be the guy. And so now that those things are more clarified, more I'm shooting too, what kind of year he has. I think that's something that is to his advantage and not advantage is that I think everyone's going to know their role this year. I think it's very clear that everyone has, I think the only, the biggest question mark we have in role is, is justice. But other than that, I think everyone's pretty, I think we know what roles are going to look like. It's just the rotations and Spo is notoriously kind of slow on figuring out where he's going to end up. Um, So that's, I guess that's something to look at early on because whatever we start with, uh, whatever they start the season with is not going to be what they end the season with. It's always like that with them. And Spo is is very uh, cantankerous. He tinkers. He's he's a he's a tinkerer. He's a so, you know something I think we haven't really talked about much is the fact that with Hassan gone and uh, Myers entered in, woohoo! Um, <laughs> gonna miss his rebounding, which we've talked about before. But Spo now has the ability to have a shooting big on the floor at all times, which is going to be big when you're talking about, you know, trying to get the best out of Jimmy and Justice throughout a game. You know, when the offense bogs down, let's say Batman's having a great game, uh, you know, throw Kelly out there as a five, throw Myers out there as a five and just have the, you know, he has the options for a spaced out offense. And I feel like that hasn't really been the case over the past few years. They can also do some really fun small lineups with uh, JJ at the five and, and either Myers or Kelly. Um, Tech Jones you know, Jr. Exactly, right? So they could do a lot of really fun, rather sizable small lineups, right, with very mobile centers. Um, Bam, too. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they let Bam run some point center, you know, judging by, you know, hashtag workout video season. The uh, 
the the acquisition of Chris Paul is going to make all of this so much more complicated. That's what I was bro. thinking, Leif. You know, no, there's going to no, be another trade. Don't even trade. say that, man. Honestly, if, if they get Chris Paul, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> I'm going to be mad. And you know what? If they're in the thick of things, man, if they're like a four seed in January, you know it's coming. No, if they're a four seed in January, you absolutely don't trade for Chris Paul because you're clearly already good enough without him. Why would you gonna be like that's gonna an, be an like an calls, man, finals run, baby. No. Yep. If the Celtics aren't playing well and like kind of looks you giving up nothing of value. Oh, I can guarantee the Celtics gonna be awful this year. Did you see them in Team USA? They lost against France. They lost Did. against Nicholas Batum. And for Evan Fournier. I mean, he'd lose to Evan Fournier every year, four yeah. times a year. So I, we're not like Yo, I mean, that was a very, uh, I mean, that was an experience that we are all too familiar with. Nico De Colo? Dude, all, it's Randall's. Yeah, Papa's <laughs> running Marcus Smart as a big. Alex, Alex oh. raises a good point, dude. Was, I'm trying to tell you, man. That's a good, is Papa Mott? This has to be the name man. of the pod. Yeah, they they was to play Harrison Barnes the second most amount of minutes while they were going against Rudy Gobert. They made Gobert look like fucking Kareem. Like he's like, yeah, I'll just play Harrison Barnes the center. We'll figure it out. They had Miles Plumley sitting on the bench when they could have had Bam. Mason Plumley, but it doesn't matter. Your point stands. They're it's all fun. the same, Alex. They're all the same. <laughs> exactly. Hashtag they all look the same. <laughs> bro, the best the bro the best part about that is that I'm Giannis glad gets involved with the team, man. Write that down, Brian. Um, the 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 best part is Giannis Middleton can't like see the floor. Brook Lopez becomes unplayable, and Giannis is like, "Damn, yo, like I got to roll with that next season." Nah, Giannis is too busy getting eliminated and by the U.S. What a weird World Cup! If I cared about international basketball, this would probably look like a lot of fun. So they still have like two more minute. games to play. I've watched one play from the whole tournament. And they have to play real- Serbia now for a fifth seed, and if they win that game, I think they still have one more game after that. I think the highest they can win is five, is fifth. Is it fifth? Well, I it's thought like I the heard Celtics. Two Either fifth, way, like, it's disappointing. But at least they qualify for. Uh, for How long until Brad Cup? Stevens is the USA coach? It's inevitable. Brad Stevens, boop. TBUSA, boop. Oh collision course. God. It's happening, boop. dude. How funny would it be if the Celtics missed the playoffs? I think that that's more likely than There's you There's no way. Nah, it's not. It's way. not going to happen, but <laughs> no. how funny would that be? If Kemba gets hurt, now we're talking. I mean, if they don't get home court advantage, I'm going to laugh. If Kemba get like, if Kemba misses, like, two months because of something. Could you not wish injuries on other I'm players? not wishing injuries. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. I'm right, speaking. Man. I'm not wishing. I love. A, I love Kemba Walker. He's freaking awesome. And I'm just I'm just speculating if they if they get a little unlucky with an injury to their best player, yeah. what's the going on? Be out in your voice. You just you just did it again. Like, I'm just asking. I'm speculating. <laughs> it's hypothetical, guys. It's off season. We're just we're just spitballing ideas, scenarios. You know, when Dragic is out in January, it's gonna be all your fault. Dragic is out every January. <laughs> if you found a hundred dollars on the street, would you pick it up or would you keep walking? And of course you take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? And that's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay you when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. So do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know that you can bet games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. 
If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. No matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to activate this offer. That's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Every guy looks better and feels more comfortable when he puts on a suit. There's one problem. Guys keep buying generic off-the-rack suits. That's why Blue Wire is pumped to partner with Indochino for an amazing deal on a new suit. Indochino is the world's leading made-to-measure menswear company. They make suits and shirts to your exact measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort. Looking to get married? Actually, our producer, Brian, is getting married. And they have a ton of options for those looking to outfit their wedding party. I will absolutely be there, as I'm the best man. And it's so easy to get started. Visit a stylist at one of Indochino's 40 showrooms in North America and have them take your measurements personally. Or measure yourself at home and shop online at Indochino.com. This week, Miami Heat Beat listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just 369 nice at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping's free. And that's always a plus. So that's Indochino.com, promo code BLUEWIRE for any premium suit that's just $369 and free shipping. This is an incredible deal for a premium made-to-measure suit. Once you go custom, you don't go back. Sucks we're not going to get to see Jimmy in the ninja band. Mm. Yeah, that was bullshit. Super rule, yeah. Can you imagine working in the NBA office writing up that memo? Oh my god. <laughs> no ninja style attire. <laughs> that's just looking forward to it, man. That's Japanese eraser, man. Yeah, there used to be a time where they would make players wear suits on the planes, and now they're like writing press releases about ninja style attire. You know, I wonder if the players have enough power to get that back. Like if they cared enough, could they get it back? Probably, right? I'm sure LeBron could start something. If LeBron wants it, yeah. If Jimmy was on the Lakers. LeBron stopped the jerseys for like the Christmas Day jerseys. Remember I mean, that? Those are awful. Horrible. Those were terrible. He didn't like them and they just, it just it inexplicably stopped. We were quiet. Remember when he ripped them up in the game? That was great. <laughs> that was in Cleveland, right? That wasn't here? No. LeBron is such like a, a puppeteer of, of drama. You know, speaking speaking of, of the past, there's a generation of, of Twitter users that don't remember that LeBron refused to post of JJ Barea in a finals game. And they are they are like thinking that that was like not a thing. And I've learned that there's like this young Twitter that doesn't know that that happened. And oh no. Oh my God, yes. I was like, you did not watch that. You did not watch LeBron refuse to post up a guy that was half his size and then hot potato the ball to a Dwayne Wade that was hurt. You that don't remember ha- that. It happens with every era, though, because people used to forget that Jordan got eliminated a ton of times and that he was called a ball hog and he would never win and all that. So, I mean, like, this happens every every era. I mean, now that you bring it up, I don't even remember any of this. All I remember from that finals is uh, D-Wade averaging 26 a game on crazy percentages. No, and honestly, Nothing else. That, I, don't even, I don't even know what happened. That, that 26 a game. Three, the that 26 a game, game. What was it? Game two? Game one? Oh, the, the shadow boxing oh, one? That wasn't even the best corner three of that game. It was a Chalmers three off the LeBron inbound that was like still one of the most insane things I've ever seen. Do you remember the play? Chalmers in the right corner of the redacted American Airlines Arena, which God knows what it's going to be called next. That's not what should on that? it be called? The Tropa Chop Arena. <laughs> What's a huge... The Culture company? Center? What's a huge company? <laughs> Miami, that would do that. Leif, <laughs> Leif. 
If they call it the Culture Center, that is the only thing I will call. I will. Oh my god, that would be incredible. No, 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 but let's think of fun local sponsorships. How about the Sanjar and Levine Arena? I can, that, that's not going to work, but it is funny. And it, I think I tweeted out um, the Seltzer Mayberg Arena. Seltzer Mayberg's funny. The Steve's um, Pizza Arena. That's my vote. Steve's doesn't have that kind of money. One. Law offices of Ruben, Robert Rubenstein Center. Yo, Yo Caro said to Abogado Center. <laughs> it, it's. I doubt it's gonna be local. Could it be that yeah. lo, 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 that stupid whatever the logic logistics whatever it is? It's a huge table. corporation that would do that. Yeah. Oh, the, the ultimate software. Yeah, ultimate software. They could do it. They have the money. Are they that type of big time? I think they are. No, that's a big company. Yeah, they're yeah. big. What about Publix? The Publix Arena. I don't uh, like that. I don't like Publix. I'm, I'm... I, I know someone whoa. actually had a, a pretty good one. It was Carnival Cruise Center. Wait, hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. The Carnival Cruise Center. No. Triple C. Well, on pause. Christian, what? Uh, Gianni, I'm actually. This is super funny because I know you. Um, the owners of Publix are big supporters. Of... I know they are. I know they are. But w- why are you trying to moralize pub subs, man? Because. You can moralize everything. I hate when you're right. Sorry. I think Pat would object. Fresh Market is really nice. I don't. They have make really nice like sushi bowls. I live or in Kendall. It's either it's either it's either it's either Publix's fascist ass or Win Dixie. Oh my God, Win Dixie! Like I feel like I just, I get like staff if I walk in there. I hate like, Win Dixie. I hate it so much. Like, I'd rather go to about. Price Choice. I hate Win Dixie <laughs> so much that I'm willing to support a fascist organization like Publix. Oh, Tootsies. That's who's going to be. <laughs> oh, That's we it. got it. It's Nailed done. it. Done. Should they? 11. Is Solid Gold still open? Dean's Gold thing? now. Dean's Gold? Yeah. But Tootsies is a big one. Right? You guys heard that King of Diamonds closed. I actually did reporting on Dean's Gold when I was doing stuff at FIU. You did? I swear. I, I don't swear. remember that. I think I, I read that story, Alex. I reported that. Did they you were submit that in down. your in your reel? Wait, when Alex, you I'm pretty fly? sure you sent that to me so I can like edit it. I think I sent it back to you. Really? I? I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that was a while ago. But um, how about Sedano's? Hmm. Ew. George oh, would be happy. Did you see how George changed his at to just at Sedano? Really, really working on that brand. I respect it. It's a good move. He did. We gotta have George. He did. How did he get that? I know. Is it available? Right? I, feel like, I feel like that should have been taken by anyone. Yeah. Like, that's a I common almost last DM'd name. the guy who's at Leif, like without anything else, and uh, tried to get his hand on someone, but I just <laughs> much... I was gun shy. Can we can we start a GoFundMe to get? No, but I like Lefty Leif. I wouldn't want to change it. I wouldn't okay. want my handle to be Christian. Like uh, for sure, for sure. By the way, they're gonna they're gonna have a sponsor. Like for Can sure. We talk that, about, gonna, oh yeah, no, gonna, they've had tours apparently in the last yeah, week yeah, yeah. of different companies coming in. I don't know when the announcement's gonna be, but apparently they're also gonna have to get rid of the uh, the plane that's on the top of the roof of the arena. That's like one of the best parts. I'm actually like really upset about this because I'm never gonna not call it the AAA. We I'm should sorry. come up with shirts. I'm not. So there's there's they, a guy with the handle at. Christian, I still call the AAA. I'm trying to DM him, but he needs to follow <laughs> me first. Are you really doing this? What if this guy doesn't even like on the podcast? Use Twitter, like, oh, sorry. Can we talk about how we were robbed of the the Miami Vice head ties? 
Ooh. Getting to see Jimmy and those Dragonfly Jones brought that up on Twitter, and I thought that was a oh, that was a great tweet. Fantastic point. I, I, like that's so true. Like imagine like the, the the hot pink jersey, and he's wearing like a white headband or something. Like yeah. So, so does Jimmy and Hero working out together make Hero untouchable? Is that yes, how that works? Absolutely. You know they're like, they look like they're best friends now. Yeah, until Beal becomes available. <laughs> What if, exactly? What if, Yo, can we talk Jimmy about Jimmy and Beal like, are gonna be best friends real quick? Jimmy Jim like screamed an expletive on on that IG story, and I just thought about like how nobody brought that up on Twitter, but like had Hassan done something like that? Yeah, I saw that. It was like one of his buddies, oh, right? Dropping an F bomb. He's like, get the fuck out of the way! I'm trying to do an Instagram live. <laughs> it's true. Kid, how funny would it be if Tyler is just like? The sponge for Jimmy's hate. <laughs> like, he's he his Chalmers at all. He's his Chalmers. <laughs> no, they're they're besties now. For life. I like Tyler because I think he has some of that crazy to him. He he does. His style is crazy, and I love it. Like he absorbs when when opponents talk shit to him, and he just keeps playing. Yeah. Oh, like, please send him send him um because he's he's looking for downtown Miami restaurants. Send him his uh. Oh, perfect! We could that's we could tell him at media day. We're gonna have a nice conversation where I recommend restaurants style Tyler Harrow. Myers oh, Leonard apparently gonna... is supposed to come on our podcast. He liked a tweet where I mentioned how we'll give him we'll give him restaurant feedback if he comes on our pod with L Leonard. Okay, do you remember that's who a L deal. is? Wait, do you remember who L is? I, I, re- I remember who L is. L is okay. uh, L is is, is Myers. <laughs> we is got wife. shooters. We got shooters. She's very talented. Uh, she's also very witty on on Twitter. Uh, she's she's great. I like her. Which new uh, Heat players and he gets sick of Gianni first? I like everybody. I'm I really think... happy with this team. I love all no, the I'm players. I'm sick of you, not you sick of them. Oh, them sick of me? I, I'm. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I was, I was. I was talking to. I'm not an annoying media member. <laughs> I'm gonna say JJ. Gonna say... I've only. I've only annoyed two people, and it's Hassan and. I would oh, love I, to see you and Jimmy. Kelly. No, I say I annoyed Kelly. I annoyed I Kelly. He didn't want to talk to me after a loss. After they got waxed by the Raptors. He'll talk, to, he'll talk to you between Gianni and Jimmy. In fact, we should try to have Kelly and Myers on at the same time at media. Why? Because they're possible. white. Because they both want to learn about food, and you're a foodie. I don't Perfect know. Kelly, Kelly intimidates me, man. Kelly yeah. loves you. Wait till you have no, to Ke- Kelly. You Kelly like sushimi. A, I don't I like sushimi. But I'm you not do. like an experienced media member. So when I'm in the locker room and Kelly was like, you know, like standoffish, I'm just like, I don't want to talk to Kelly anymore. I'm scared of him. Because they lost. I get some Raptors. Josh was awesome. I miss Josh. Josh was my pal. You know what? I'm the big loser in that trade because I lost my friend. Yeah, I like talking to Josh too. He always gave me really articulate. Yeah, Josh was really good. A lot of time. But Bam's really good too. Yeah, but Bam's not Josh. Josh and I had a thing, and Josh knew who I was. Josh is the only guy in that locker room who knew who I was. Now nobody knows who I am. I'm scared to talk. I I hope Jimmy Butler just curses at one of us. What should be the first question we ask Jimmy? Well, he doesn't want to talk about basketball. I was watching a YouTube video where he's doing Q&As. He says, if you're a fan and you want to talk to him, talk about anything but basketball, and he'll love you. He'll be like I want to know what his favorite candle scents are. Ooh, that's great. You know, I'm going to ask him the favorite hip-hop. It's probably something like Tom Ford, something really extravagant and, and like, expensive. Like they a letter candles? candle. Yeah, they Tom make, le- they make like, letter-scented candles, yeah. What is J- it Jimmy, like? Jimmy looks like a hard... I, I want to Like their colognes. I want to ask people who's covered Jimmy, like how how that experience is like, because he's all, he he probably is like he has a, he looks like he has a lot of fun, but he also looks like a tough guy to crack. 
But also, he's the guy. He's the guy that like he's gonna do the scrums and everything. I'm not a big scrum guy. Alex, do you like the scrum? The scrum? No. I don't like scrum. I'm, I'm, I'm an anti scrummer. I, I kind of wait to the side. Yeah, I, I wait off to the much. side. I've done. I've only done like a couple scrums, and I, I the only one I really wanted to get in on was the Nick Nurse one. Weirdo. I was really into the Nick Nurse one. I mean, um, you, you've been around there with Dwayne, and you're talking about Nick Nurse. I didn't I actually didn't talk to Dwayne that day. Riley. I didn't talk to Dwayne That's that day. True. I did a I did a scrum with Pat. Pat looked me in the eye and, and yes, they, wait, was, no, you did ask Dwayne a question at the at media day, but not, not at uh, not the day I, uh, the, the oh, game yeah, I went yeah, to. Yeah, we were there for that, but you were also there for his restaurant opening. I was there for his restaurant opening, and I asked him. I, I pressed him on free agency, and uh, he didn't budge. Do you still want to play, Dwayne? I was ever so scared. Asked, ever since you saw Riley and you looked him in the eyes, you've had a deeper voice, Gianni. Dude, let me tell you that I, I'm certain people in the world have a presence about them, and they just—I don't know if it's—I don't know how much of it's in my head or not. When that guy looks at you in the eye, he sees through you and into your soul, and he grabs the deepest part of your soul and squeezes it. And you got to look him in the eye, and you're just uncomfortable, and you almost don't want to be there anymore. It's scary. I, I'm not built for that, man. That was a lot. That's the Ira, let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I give it to Ira and Anthony and, and, and Reynolds and all those guys. Alex, Alex actually pulled up the winner within. He has, he has a hard copy of the book. <laughs> Is that paperback or hardcover? Hard copy. <laughs> yeah. You kidding me? Alex is my dog. That's what's <laughs> Alex is a culture baby. <laughs> I got the pages framed on the walls. <laughs> That's I have amazing. page 49 tattooed on my back. <laughs> like, let's be, that, like, that let's be real. Be, if Lave actually had page 42 tattooed shit. on his back. Oh man! Be surprised. Brian has the fucking book too. Oh, he just pulled man. it up. <laughs> hold on, both hold them up. I gotta take a screenshot of this. I gotta screenshot this because this is amazing. Jesus Christ! Wait, hold on. Let me get my copy out. Seriously? Have a, please have a copy. I, I please have an ebook Charlotte, version. That'd be hilarious. My copy. Everyone has this book except Everyone for. Has a book. I bought. I you know, know it by heart, so I don't need my copy. I'll just. <laughs> Yo, hold on. We should do. A we should do club. book readings of this on the podcast. We should do like an like audiobook version of it. We pick a random chapter and just go through. <laughs> That'd be a fun a segment where we do like Bible readings of The Winner Within. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I am in. And then we like share about it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, like, like, like a monthly, no, like a weekly like book. Has to read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we just, you know, we talked about church earlier in the show. We need to go to church, like Iglesia, and then, you know, once a week oh, we will. Man. Oh, oh my God, I forgot he has quotes after each, he, he has quotes after each chapter. Yeah, yeah. There's like Winston Churchill quotes on the margins. Yeah, William Shakespeare is on, the, is on chapter one. William Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> the innocent climb. What's you mine know, is yours and what's yours is mine, William Shakespeare. A wise uh, Miami Heat coach once said, there are only two options regarding commitment. You're either in or you're out. Did he say that? <laughs> he did. <laughs> I love the only? names of the chapters. Chapter one, the innocent climb. Chapter two, the disease of me. Wow, it's an important chapter. That, not, like, that's all jokes aside, chapter. we need to have a great discussion on that. I'm telling you, man, we need to do. A In book fact, we need here. to read this book, and then at media day, we need to actually like ask Jimmy some of these questions. We should bring the Alex. Are you going to media day? <laughs> what happened? Are you going to media day? Yeah. Okay. Good. 
as as we try to get in, as you're already part of the system, you're a cog in this uh, journalism <laughs> machine. Brian and I, as outsiders, are going to try to. Yeah, yeah, we're going to try to get in, uh, and then we can all we can do a we can do readings of the winner within. We all bring a copy. <laughs> I mean, we just need one copy, and then we just have guys bring two copies just in case we have guys read. That could be part of the interview. You yeah, think yeah we have them read that? an excerpt, and then we got to get their thoughts. Let's get Bam's thought on this passage. This is great. Uh, we, listen, look, we're producing on the fly, this. guys. I love Ethan, this. don't steal this idea. Alf, you don't steal it either. <laughs> Alex, you don't either. Don't, don't take that away. <laughs> I'm going to have to leverage it. You're locked on heat. This is ours. Okay, David. Okay, Wes. You know, they're having segments on their podcast where they're kind of like stealing from us now. Have you noticed? So they have like a segment at the end where they talk about just random pop culture things. That's what we do. That's what we do, guys. You you guys stick to lineup <laughs> data. We're and the like, only ones who talk about random pop culture. Yeah, yeah. Listen, they gotta stick <laughs> to <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. They gotta stick to shooting permutations what? and lineup data and, you know, It's hard to do a daily decisions. podcast, though, when there's nothing to talk about. Let's break down the five point guard options on the waiver wire today. That's, that's, their, that's their lane. They're good at that. They're good at heat information. I We're love not. Early no, they're great. Pods. By the way, no, no, I'm, no disrespect. We do love them. No, wait a second. Brian's like, as we disrespect, no disrespect. I listen to them literally like every other day. I, like, I love David. Listen, I listen to their podcast show. first before ours. Would you? I, I, I think David. I think David and I are friends. David, if you listen, would you consider us friends? DM me. I think David. <laughs> you know, and I, I learned from David the other day that he's Cuban. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Wow. Yeah. I liked. They're great. Listen to Locked On Heat. Listen to five on the floor. We are all a heat. We all love the heat. We all want to talk about the heat. We all want smart conversation about the heat. Yo, what did Spo say to Woj? I, I didn't catch any of that. Yeah, the, the podcast, when you sent me the link this morning, the podcast still wasn't up on, on iTunes, so I wasn't able to listen to it. He did it He did it with Doc, which I thought was interesting. Um, I heard he said something about that he would have been fired had he not won one, and he knew that even though they never told him that. Yeah. Uh, let me start to find that quote for you. I mean, I think that's a fair assumption to make. Like, if he if he loses against the Thunder, he's probably not around for year three, right? If, if Spo fucks up the Jimmy experience, what like what's up with that? What happens there? Define define fuck up. Like they're a if they mid, have a bad relationship, six seed for four years. Well, okay, but that. Well, okay. Well, no. I mean, it is. This well, is his contract like, is up, so technically you could keep Spo, and then just Jimmy's out the door. No, but I mean, Leif was saying that this is an interesting year for Riley before, and he, I think he's right because I mean, he, he has a chance this year. There's there was actually some roster turn up, like turnout, like some people left. We got some new people in. Like he can make a brand new system based around these young guys that you would hope they're trying to build around. So this is a real test for Spo. Also, I mean, we're gonna kind of see what he what he's got to really kind of build something up from the ground up. I think he's so ready. He's looking at the season like, oh my god, gave it to me already. Like coming, and, in, just think about why. what he had coming into the last two seasons. Like if you just showed a depth chart. Of last season, where it's like eight shooting guards, four power forwards. Well, he wanted Jimmy Butler really bad too. I was part of the reason why. They yeah, were well, coach doesn't want Jimmy also. Butler really bad. He got well, Jimmy they, Butler. He got shooters. He kept the you know the young yeah. centerpieces. I think he's he's he looking. Got rid of Hassan. Don't yep. forget, Spo wanted that more than anyone except me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's a quote. Here's a quote on on um, the big three days. So Spo on his job security said, it's not fantasy land. There's a reality. If it wasn't spoken, it was well known. They wouldn't have wanted to do it, but if it would have it would have kept going, 
and not getting over the hump, there would have been a change. I mean, that's, I, I feel like that's, I yeah. feel like that's obvious. I think the more interesting question is, had they lost. That was a bad start. That's definitely obvious. Had, had they lost to the Spurs um, the year after they beat the Thunder? No, uh, this, this had to do more with the Boston Celtics. If they, yeah. Had they lost that game six to force game seven, I, I think a lot of changes would have happened that season. I, I honestly I, don't even Bosch think that basically that's... said he was going to be gone. He thought. I was thinking about nine and eight. Yeah, um, had they lost to Boston, Spo would have been fired and Bosch would have been traded. Had they lost But Bosch was hurt that series. Had they lost to San Antonio, I think Bosch would have gotten traded that offseason, the first San Antonio series. You don't think that you, you don't think you think that he gets traded if they if they have if they're one and three in the finals going into the last LeBron year, you think that they you think that they trade Bosch? You mean not roll two? with it? I think at that point we knew how Bosch's value. By the end of the run, though, LeBron didn't want to really play with Bosch very much, from what I heard. And LeBron has not played with a better big man since. Yeah, well, that's uh, true. I mean, I guess Anthony Davis now, but I mean, Kevin Love is not as good as Chris Bosch. Don't even, don't even. I'm not even. I don't even want to listen to that argument. I don't care what you have to say. It doesn't matter because it's the dumbest shit you've ever said in your life. I don't. Kevin Love is a Capri Sun. Christ, get the fuck out of here, Christian. What, what kind of fucking dumb shit were you about to say? Were you about to, were you about (laughs) to argue? All I said was, were you about to say on this podcast that Kevin Love, in any realm of humanity, of universe, of permutation of life, that he was a better basketball player than Chris Bosh? Get the hell out of here, dude. You're gonna hurt his feelings. Who? Kevin Future Love, he star Kevin Love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the Heat trade for Kevin Love, this is gonna be. This is That's gonna be why they have oh, Kevin. I am so sorry. They're trying to get the Kevin Love trade done so they can get the introduction. I going. mean, listen, if if Kelly and I can repair our relationship, then I can do it with anybody. If Tyler yeah. came on with us and had a good time, then anyone could come on with us. Tyler was chilling in the hallway during Big Three. It Would is not ask? normal for them not to introduce Jimmy, especially the fan base was so starved for an acquisition. And then that the fact that they're not doing their victory lap in a press conference. That because is everybody not was on vacation. Let's, let's talk about this. Even when they learned what, their what, lesson. what do we think it is? What's well, the no, they learned their lesson from the big three celebration. Oh my, okay, this isn't a big three word. That's that, not <laughs> even a press, press conference. Con- that's ridiculous. Like, well, hold on, wait. I, I actually kidding, talked I'm to Ethan kidding, today. And uh, he was telling me that so Who? Jim, Wait, who'd you Ethan, talk to? Ethan of Five Reasons Sports. Ethan's coming. Okay. The former overlord. Now we're on Blue Wire. Sorry, Ethan. Um, <laughs> we he uh, what he was, was that like, supposed to mean. He was. <laughs> I love you, Ethan. We had ceviche today. It was a really nice time. He had lomo saltado noodles, and I had a uh, ceviche amarillo. Um, so he was telling me how. I told him, like, it doesn't really make sense to me that they haven't done this. And he goes, ah, you know, kind of like, you know, remember, Jimmy went to Europe. And then when he le- when he got back, Pat went on vacation. And now yeah. they're coming back. And now media day is about to start. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So, that's that's why things going to happen. It's but there were, like, vacations around. And then yeah, it was like, yeah, oh, you're yeah. not in town. I'm not yeah, in town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. You remember how Pat Riley was in Italy? And then, and then, like, I think Haslam had just signed, but they didn't have anything. And then yes, I wrote that Wade article, Brian. signed, like, a week later. I talked to they him, yes. We, I, yeah, I, they didn't have, I set they didn't the scene, have the, his the Amalfi intro Coast. until media day. We were at media day. We've been to the Amalfi Coast. It's nice. Pat was there. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, he was there. I talked to him. I asked him that. Yeah. So you're telling me this holdup isn't about Chris Paul or Kevin Love? No. Or well, DeMar DeRozan? DeMar DeRozan. Tony Bradley Beal. Did we, did we forget him? The reject Raptor? Yeah, that's on the back burner. Honestly, yeah. I think 
and I, I do want to wrap up this pod too, but uh, I do want to say something, and it's not, I know people are going to make jokes that I have to talk about the Raptors, but there is a reality that the Raptors might have a fire sale of that team. And does we don't anything, want him. We don't want any, Kyle Lowry. No, no. They, they, they don't, they don't, I don't think that that's a move for them to make, but is there anything else on that team that could interest you? Would, would Pascal Marcus, Siakam. Would, he's not going anywhere. Would somebody like Gasol? Maybe Fred you know, Van Fleet. Ibaka. Van Fleet's not going anywhere. I would so take Gasol. They like I, Ibaka in the Heat front office. So it's a, it'd be a rental. Nervous. If they're good, like if Miami's good, right? If Miami's good and they want to add another big, it's not the I worst. I love Gasol. If they have rim protection issues, I could see Ibaka becoming a thing, even though I don't know if he's even a shot blocker anymore. But. No, he, 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 he's a, he's, he helps a lot on that end. He's very good at he's he is, a very, he very good, good the, help defender. He's good in the Golden State Series. Imagine he's, having he's, a big man rotation of Bam, Gasol, and Kelly. Um, gee, Instead off the top of your head, who, who was defending Giannis um, during the the Raptors Bucks series? What happened? Who was defending Giannis in the Raptors? <laughs> who wasn't Bucks defending series? Giannis? They did a lot no, of I'm, Pascal. I mean, they besides did a lot Kawhi. Of, uh, Kawhi did some more at the end. They really tried to keep him off of him. They actually had Kawhi and Middleton a lot. Um, they they Pascal did a lot of of, okay, of defending so of Giannis. Pascal. I was about to say get that defender, but no, mm. they actually tried two bigs on Giannis and it was a disaster. So Bam just, can guard Giannis. They went to one. He big. could. Bam, Bam, Bam. Facts. I actually like uh, Gasol as like a possible trade target if if Toronto decides to blow it up yeah, more than got, more he's than on a one year deal. So yeah, yeah, it's expiring, so you'd get you'd get more expiring money. I, I don't really know Toronto would be looking for assets, so I don't know if it's worth giving an asset for Gasol. But if they're good, like if they're if they're on pace to be like a forty seven win team, I could see Pat talking himself into a piece away from a conference final, and then you know it's a coin flip to get into the finals. You know what I mean? I, I think a guy like Gasol would, would not be horrible here. Um, I feel like at that point, he would probably try to up the ante and get a Blake Griffin type. And like no, really but he, th- there's no it. way that they're going to be able to get a Blake from, from, from Detroit. I mean, they just don't have the package. But if he angles for a Lowry and Gasol package, <laughs> just tries to be the Raptors of last year just with Jimmy instead of Kawhi. Boy. I, I think they were both really good in the playoffs. Kyle's, could, Kyle's a good player. I just I just don't think it makes sense for Miami considering their cap yeah, situation up stuff. going yeah. forward. And, and Kyle's, Kyle's expiring, so you're going to basically rent him and then you're looking to extend him, right? So mm, Then you get the space. But I, I do think that a contender would probably would be willing to give up a little more. That's going to be really interesting to see the the, the back end of Kyle's career. And how it's going to be interesting to see what Riley wants to do with this roster. <laughs> We're not going to watch Did you see how I snuck gonna, that in? Maybe 15 points per game for the next four years. Yeah. Hey, hey, championship experience. Zach Lowe compared it to Chauncey Billups. Chest is better. Boof. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. 